Hello, and welcome to Women of Responsibility, the Christmas special, 24 days in the book of Luke. Hello, ladies, and welcome to day 14. We are doing Luke chapter 14, and today I'm so excited to have a very new girlfriend co-host, Michelle Cien. Hello, Michelle. Good morning, Ree. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. How are you? Doing well. Great. So tell us a little about yourself. Oh, uh, Ree, it's great. Um, I love Jesus and so thankful for his willingness to, to be here. But um, I am an Arizona native, married for 26 years to my high school sweetheart. Love my life. We have six children here in Arizona. Um, our favorite activity, time together, vacation destinations for our family are definitely cruises. Um, but I enjoy spending some one-on-one -on -one times with my friends, family, and especially girlfriends. Absolutely love our time that we get to spend with the, the kids in kids' church, um, spending time with them not only on Sunday mornings, but also activities throughout the months and, and year. It's, it's truly a blessing to be able to, to reach and teach and be with those those kids, God tells us to come to him as children, and it's amazing to see the spirits of children. They're, they're beautiful. Amen. And you guys do such a great job. Okay, so Michelle, since this is our Christmas episode, will you please share with us your favorite Christmas tradition? All right. Um, we have uh, started, or actually when we first were married, we started a tradition of selecting a Christmas ornament um, the first year we had it engraved with our names, always with the dates. And each year we've added to that ornament collection um, for our family as our family has grown and then also started for our children. So um, one day when they begin their families, they'll have a starter kit of ornaments that they can reflect back onto previous Christmases with us and share their memories with their families. Oh, that's awesome. So before we jump into the word, Michelle, will you open us in prayer? Absolutely. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to hear from you. You bless us each day with the gift of life and love. You protect us and you call us yours. Your word is perfect, thankful that it's relevant for today and always. We thank you for the privilege of belonging in your family. We ask that you reveal your love and direction in this message from Luke. You've given us ears to hear. Please open those ears along with our eyes and our hearts to your word and direction. It's in your beautiful name we pray. Amen. Luke 14. When he went into the house of one of the rulers of the Pharisees on a Sabbath to eat bread, they were watching him. Behold, a certain man who had dropsy was in front of him. Jesus answering, spoke to the lawyers and Pharisees saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? But they were silent. He took him and healed him and let him go. He answered them, Which of you, if your son or an ox fell into a well, wouldn't immediately pull him out on a Sabbath day? They couldn't answer him regarding these things. He spoke a parable to those who were invited when he noticed how they chose the best seats and said to them, When you are invited by anyone to a wedding feast, don't sit in the best seat, since perhaps someone more honorable than you might be invited by him. And he who invited both of you would come and tell you, Make room for this person. Then you would begin with shame to take the lowest place. 
But when you are invited, go and sit in the lowest place, so that when he who invited you comes, he may tell you, Friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. He also said to the one who had invited him, When you make a dinner or a supper, don't call your friends, nor your brothers, nor your kinsmen, nor rich neighbors, or perhaps they might also return the favor and pay you back. But when you make a feast, ask the poor, the maimed, the lame, or the blind, and you will be blessed, because they don't have the resources to repay you. For you will be repaid in the resurrection of the righteous. When one of those who sat at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is he who will feast in God's kingdom. But he said to him, A certain man made a great supper, and he invited many people. He sent out his servant at supper time to tell those who were invited, Come, for everything is ready now. They all, as one, began to make excuses. The first one said to him, I have bought a field, and I must go see it. Please have me excused. Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I must go try them out. Please have me excused. Another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I can't come. That servant came and told his lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city, and bring in the poor, maimed, blind, and lame. The servant said, Lord, it is done as you commanded, and there is still room. The Lord said to the servant, Go into the highways and hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I tell you that none of these men who were invited will taste of my supper. Now great multitudes were going with him. He turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and doesn't disregard his own father, mother, wife, children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he can't be my disciple. Whoever doesn't bear his own cross and come after me can't be my disciple. For which of you, desiring to build a tower, doesn't first sit down and count the cost to see if he has enough to complete it? Or perhaps when he has laid a foundation and isn't able to finish, everyone who sees begins to mock him, saying, This man began to build and wasn't able to finish. Or what king, as he goes to encounter another king in war, will not sit down first and consider whether he is able, with 10,000, to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? Or else, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends an envoy and asks for conditions of peace. So therefore, whoever of you doesn't renounce all that he has, he can't be my disciple. Salt is good, but if the salt becomes flat and tasteless, with what do you season it? It is fit neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown out. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Michelle, thank you so much for reading for us Luke chapter 14. Will you please share with us your uh, big takeaway or the scriptures that resonated with you in this chapter? Absolutely. So my, my reflection of this chapter brought to mind things that um, may be preventing us or, or me from experiencing all that Jesus has, has truly planned for our lives. Um, 
in the passage there were many excuses that were rendered for why those people invited couldn't attend the supper. And I think, you know, sometimes can that be legalism? As he spoke regarding healing on the Sabbath, perhaps that's entitlement for some of us, believing that we deserve or have earned what we deserve instead of the true gift that he has given. Or maybe even busyness, being too wrapped up in the worries of today. Um, and also, I, it was kind of exciting to me um, that our Savior's kingdom is not just for an exclusive few, but rather for all. You started to think about how inclusive that all was. Was it just for those that loved him, dedicated their lives to him, perhaps served him? Or did that truly include all who doubted him, rejected him? publicly humiliated him, wrongfully accused him, persecuted him, and even those who ex uh, executed him? Isn't that like an amazing example for us that he set way back then, his all-inclusive love, and everybody truly belongs? Amen. Amen. Okay, so what are you leaving? Well, you left an amazing <laughs> big takeaway ending there <laughs> because yes, his love is all inclusive and we were all those people who rejected him and came into the knowledge of who he was. So, you know, that just, wow. Yeah, very good. All right. So, um, Michelle, will you leave with us a final thought? Absolutely. So the, the end of the passage speaks of seasoning. And so I just think for, for today, and as we start to think, what will you do today to be seasoning to those around you? And what flavor will you be leaving with those who you come in contact with?